0: Hello again, baseball fans, and welcome back to another fan-flippin-tastic edition of Throwback Sports Productions and this Backyard Baseball 2001. The Melonheads are so close to finishing out their season, and we have three games to go, Ben, but uh, before we get into that, I will give proper introductions. Back again with my co-host and brother, Ben Schultz, from glorious Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And Ben, how has your week been? It has been quite a while. It has and it's um at account of
1: very busy work schedules uh, this was the only time we could get together again before you leave Michael to go uh, visit your wonderful woman in Tacoma, Washington. But my week has been pretty good. Uh, it's been very loud in the skies. We just got off of Air Venture at the e- at, I almost said Evangelical, that's not right. The EAA of uh, Experimental Aviation Administration, and they host this the world's largest air show every single year. And it's a week long. So it's been loud and very busy and kind of congested with all the traffic coming in from all over the planet to see these things. But um, doing well today and ready to broadcast another game. So we're in game number 12. As Mm -hmm. I understand it, Mike, uh, we are taking on someone we've never taken on before. The the humongous Melonheads. And uh, what do they look like as far as... uh, their ability, and where are they in hopes, maybe, of getting to the
0: playoffs, question mark? Well, I think you meant to say monsters, but that's okay, because we're the melon heads. But, um... I, oh, yeah, I read monsters, and... Anyway. That's okay. Yes, I'm it's, sorry. It, it, it's been a while. Scratch no, but to answer that, your que- redo. <laughs> You're fine. T- to answer your question... Um, they have really good pitching, they have really good fielding, but their offense kind of sort of leaves something to be desired. They are only two games out of the wild card, they have to win out, That they have to beat us and beat the other two teams they played the last three games of the year, and they need a lot of help in front of them after that, in order to squeak into the playoffs by the hair of their chinny chin teeth. And, uh... <laughs> But, no, it's, it's interesting because we never faced them before. They have a decent pitching staff, but I have no idea how this game is going to go. They have a lot of heavy hitters, or a few heavy hitters. Tiffany Bosworth, who's doing the pitching today. Mickey O'Connor's got some good stats. They're pitcher. Ooh. Julie Dungle can beat the crap out of the ball. Uh, Susan Gore can hit well. Mikey Thomas can hit well. Melissa Waters is no slouch. They have a decent amount of speed all around. And their fielding is really good. Their pitching is really good. They have three or so pitchers that all could be starters if they wished it. So they're going up against us who have uh, just two main starters and basically no bullpen, but we never had to use it. So I don't know how the game's going to go today, but it should be a lot of fun. Um, We'll see what happens. We'll see if their pitching holds up against Ernie Steele, who is on fire, having the lower of the two ERAs of our starting pitchers. But... Yeah, I'm very curious to see how the game goes today, and we will find all of that out as we progress. But any questions from you, Ben, uh, before we hit the hit the road here? I was about to say hit the hay, but that's not right either. <laughs> uh, before we hit the road here and uh, delve into the lineups and start the
1: game. I do not. It seems pretty self-explanatory. I'm excited to do this at this venue here. we got a small left field fence and a large right field so favoring all the right handers out there which makes up most of the roster here so in short no questions and um, I'm ready
0: alright I will introduce the road monsters you can do the home melon heads and we will be off and running sounds good so leading it off here on this glorious Monday afternoon at third base is for the monsters Kathy Wolf. batting second and playing short is Claudia Viarta batting third and in left field is the venerable Mikey Thomas in the fourth spot in right field today is the hard-hitting Julie Dunkel. Batting fifth and catching this afternoon will be Mickey O'Connor. In the sixth spot, playing center field is Susan Gore. Batting seventh and over at first base is Melissa Waters. In the eighth slot and on the mound today is Tiffany Bosworth. And rounding it off, playing second base, the ninth spot is Angelique Harding. And ben, I'll turn it over to you for the Heads lineups.
1: For your Melon Heads, batting first on second base is Reese Worthington. Batting second on third base is Pete Wheeler. Batting fourth, Ahmed Khan in left field or third, I'm sorry, batting fourth, Keisha Phillips in playing center field, batting fifth, Stephanie Morgan on the shortstop, looking the part, playing the part well, uh, batting sixth, the pitcher for today, Ernie Steele, batting seventh, Kenny Kawaguchi, the K-Man on first base, batting eighth, Marquis Dubois in the catching position, watch out for his frog, and rounding out the odor, Ricky Johnson in the ninth spot, playing right field. Back to you, sir.
0: All right, those are the lineups. We're ready to rock and roll live from Playground Commons. Melon heads and monsters. Game number 12 of the year. Ready to walk. <laughs> and Steele at the mound. Kathy Wolf at the dish. 135 average here for Wolf. And Steele, who sports that 1.78 ERA, is doing very well. The pitch. Swing and a miss, and we're underway. one pitch from Steele. She bunts up toward first base. There goes Du there goes Steele. Fields it, throws to first, and safe. So an infield single for Kathy Wolf. Sneaky play to start the day there, Ben. Yes indeed. So we got We got one runner on first already. Mm-hmm. Arta takes strike one. There goes the runner and... safe, as that one is limped towards second, and the runner steals base. Wishing we had Mikey Thomas behind the plate on that throw, but he's played for the other side, so that's not going to work. <laughs> not, not in this season. The to bunts. Steel will field it and try to throw to third, and everybody's going to be safe. So, runners at the corners, and Trickeration paying off here for the monsters... As there's nobody out, and Mikey Thomas is at the plate. Thomas
1: is in a good position to, to uh, put some numbers on the board for their team.
0: And he hits this one deep and foul. And that is a broken window and another call to the boys of Anderson Windows of Colorado. And Ben, I will let you pull up those totals and give us what the numbers are in a little bit. Fair enough. As there goes another one. <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna have to be scrambling here at the booth. We were not prepared for this. The O2 from Steele to Thomas. He was not prepared for that as he goes down looking. Yikes. Gives a sniffle of his nose as he walks back to the dugout and thinks about c- having some more allergy medicine. Alright, so let us choose. Oh I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, Julie Dunkel let the plate take strike one.
1: So as far as the broken windows are concerned. That was two for the day, obviously, and we're up to 23
0: for the entire season. So, very nice so far. As Dunkel whacks this one to right field, Johnson turns and makes the catch. A run will score as the uh, runner tags from third, and the monsters are on the board. All right. So here is Mickey O'Connor. Runner on first, and two outs as Steele gives up the first run of the game. Ball one. O'Connor feeling good. Not the greatest of averages, but that's not gonna matter too much. He's got pluses on fielding and running, so look out there. The pitch is low and inside for ball two. There goes the runner, and... Dubois cannot throw her out. Oh, but then she tries to go to third! Morgan picks up the ball and tags her out on the way over to third. And so a bizarre way to end the top half of the first but the monsters strike first, and they lead it 1-0. We go to the bottom half, and Worthington leads it off.
1: I think these monsters have the Melonheads number, because they, like, by this time, wonderful fly-out to uh, shortstop Claudia Villarta, and there is quickly one out against the Melonheads. But uh, I think they have their number, because they by this time, point in the league... Their prestige of both sides has uh, risen to a great extent, and uh, they want to they shut him down as soon as possible. Speaking of shutting down um, center fielder Susan Gore snags another one out of the air, and there's out number two. And this one gets down to left field for a hit all the way to the wall. Ahmed Khan sauntering towards first and not even breaking a sweat.
0: Indeed, first hit of the game for the Melonheads now as Khan on the third pitch of the day rips that ball to left field. Mikey Thomas could not make the catch so he runs it down and here is Keisha Phillips. Takes ball one inside. So Bosworth, those first two pitches, a soft line out and then a hard line out and two outs, but uh, Khan now with the uh, base hit and here is Phillips trying to do some damage. Loops this one towards shallow center, center fielder coming on, charging, and makes the catch. So, what's that, five pitches for Bosworth, and no runs, one, two, three, inning, aside from the hit. And the Monsters will bat in the top of the second, up one-nothing. Here's O'Connor, who resumes his at-bat after the uh, runner on second, or runner on first, still second, and then tried to go to third. Here's Ahmed Khan, and can't make the catch. He falls down, and gets the ball, and then throws towards short. There is Morgan, and O'Connor is safe at second. So, Ben, not the start Ernie Steele was looking to have today, and just the start the Monsters were looking for as Susan Gore now bats.
1: Nod to Susan Gore. She got two of the last three outs in that previous inning. Yes, she did. Right in the center two, field.
0: Two flyouts to center and one to short. This one is chopped hard. As that's going to go into center field. Phillips hard charging it, and that will keep anybody from scoring. They throw into short or to second, covering is the shortstop Morgan. And there's again runners at the corners and nobody out. Here's Melissa Waters at the plate. Infield in, hoping for a double play. They go back out. Swung on and fouled in the broken window, number three. 24
1: for the season right now.
0: My goodness. Lots of business. Yes. The runner will go, and Dubois will just throw it back to the pitcher, who throws it to third and then back over to the pitcher, so they'll let the uh, runner go free advancing as Steele is trying to get a strikeout. And he's in a bit of uh, pickled straights here as that ball is low for ball one. So his usually... Decent change-up for first pitch has not done him that great as Waters swings on a pitch high and inside and a gift strikeout, second of the game for Steele, first of this inning. Here is now Bosworth at the plate. Pitcher for the Monsters, swinging and a miss, strike one. I think
1: Steele's kind of found us a little bit of a rhythm now. He got really thrown off in the, th- in the first inning and the top of the second a little bit, um, but now he's, he's back on track. So we'll see what what that means for the rest of the game, but reg two for Bosworth. Not looking too hot.
0: Still trying to keep that rhythm here. The 0-2 pitch is just inside for ball one. Kind of hard for him to locate some of his pitches here, Ben. He's off by a little bit, and it shows. Yeah, the 1-2 pitch.
1: quite tad, yeah.
0: Yeah, and missing just barely again on that left side. So 2-2, two on and one out. The pitch to Bosworth. Swung on and hit towards Steele, toward Morgan. She makes the catch, throws to second, double play, and that's going to end it. What a heads-up play by the all-star shortstop Stephanie Morgan. Caught the ball, flips over back to Worthington, covering second, and that ends the threat and ends the inning. And Steele, with a big old grin on his face, gave her two thumbs up on the way back to the dugout.
1: Very, very nice. Speaking of valuable players, Stephanie Morgan at the plate.
0: The one from Bosworth. Swung on and chopped lazily in front of the plate. O'Connor fields it, throws first, and there's out number one. So here is Steele, who's much happier after getting out of that toast and jam situation. <laughs> Swing and miss, strike one. Bosworth still humming along, only eight pitches, and still the one nothing lead. The pitch is just outside for ball one. So, Ben, like you said earlier, I think the Monsters definitely are not afraid of our boys and lone girl on the team here. They are not afraid of the heads at all. They took it to them in the first inning. They did it again in the second. Didn't get any runs for it as Steel pops out. But they are not phased by these guys at all, and I am very... Excited to see how this game will progress. We haven't had some really tight, stiff competition in a little while. So this is going to be a lot of fun to see how the game plays out.
1: I agree with you. I I agree. Um, (laughs) It seems like snagging balls out of the air is something these uh, monsters do. And they they do that all before breakfast, it just seems like. I get the feeling they're they're very well versed in that. Um, Got a little bit of trouble swinging that bat hard. But man, when they do... They can play a really good short game, so their their strengths are the rubber, or not the rubber gloves, but the uh, the like fly paper is on their gloves. Yeah. It seems like um, so they can snag things really easily, and then they scoot like nobody else's business.
0: They do indeed, as Kawaguchi will take first base on that play. As was that an error or not? I want to check. It was not, so it's a hit. They rule it a hit, and he is at first base. Murky Du Bois up with one on and two away. Takes a fastball outside for ball one. Bosworth still doesn't look rattled whatsoever as she continues her merry way, pitching and getting outs. Change-up drops in there for strike one. Du got his average up to three twenty-two, Ben, which is pretty darn good because he doesn't run that well. Yeah. But he'll take it. The 1-1 is just barely high for ball two. Bosworth is not the ace of the staff, necessarily, but she does have the majority of the win-loss record, so I guess she is the main starter, but not necessarily the ace as far as ERA goes. 4.08, respectively.
1: Alright, I will have to um, grab some paperwork for a few minutes. Um, If you'll excuse me, Um, Michael,
0: I'll hand it over to you for a few minutes and I'll be right back sounds good, as it is a walk to Dubois runners on first and second, and here is Ricky Johnson 419 average, he hits this one back toward the middle, over the pitcher's head and just barely snapped up by the shortstop, flips to second and that's it, that's all, we're done through two and the monsters still lead the Melonheads 1-0 Angelique Harding now strolls to the plate, and Ernie Steele back to work. Got into a bit of a better groove that second inning, helped immensely by the double play turned by... Stephanie Morgan, as that one is grounded. Off, and Morgan will take it, and Worthington could not make that play. So unfortunately, another cheap-going infield hit for the Monsters. Kathy Wolfe now at the plate. She bunted for a hit her last time up. Which was the first batter, the first hit of the game. She tries to do it again, pushes this one up the first base side. Kenny Calguchi fields, and no he does not, and everybody is gonna be safe. Oh my goodness. Again, the first two runners aboard for the third straight inning for the Monsters, and Villarta at the plate. One for one, Bunce foul. still sweating a little bit here as this is the third straight inning where the first two batters have reached the pitch is bunted foul i believe yes no it's fair out at first and the runner will be safe at third so they get the lead runner at first or the or the runner over at first and with mikey thomas at the plate Double play no longer in order. Dubois, with a bit of a mental lapse, just went on instinct and threw to first instead of throwing to third. So, runners on second and third. One out here. Thomas struck out his first time up, looking to do some damage here in the third. Swung on and hit high and deep to right field. That's going to be trouble. All the way to the giant fence. Off the fence. And Ricky will field it. Chug his way over toward throwing to second, and two runs will score. It's a two-RBI single for Mikey Thomas, and the Monsters lead it three to nothing. Oh, dear. Julie Dunkel now at the plate. Runner on first. And the bullpen is stirring here for the Melonheads. The 0-1 pitch from Steele. Uncle swings and fouls at strike two. No juice boxes for the tall, lanky young lad. The 0-2 pitch, he's going to have to do it the hard way. Ball went inside. Just cannot get those punch-out pitches to go here. He's only struck out two batters. Dunkle at the plate looking to pull. The 0-2, the 1-2. Swung on and fouled. And Steele's juice boxes, hurting a little bit. The one two, we do it again. Swung on and hit toward third. This could help. Wheeler charges it, throws to second, out there. But the speedy Dunkle is safe at first. So they get the lead runner at second, force out there. And now Mickey O'Connor at the plate. <clears throat> Monsters lead it three to nothing here, off the two RBI single by Mikey Thomas. O'Connor fouls it. Oh my!
1: I missed a lot. <laughs>
0: Yep, the first two runners reached Ben and then uh, ground out to first. So the runners advance to second and third, and Mikey Thomas singled a long, deep single off the wall in right field. Wow. And it's wow. now 3 to nothing. Steel has no juice and in trouble here as it's supposed slapped. Oh, what a grab by Pete Wheeler, picking that one off the grass tops. And another clutch play to stop the bleeding here. They go to the bottom of the third, and Reese Worthington leads it off. Monsters and Bosworth, three, nothing so far.
1: Worthington at the top of the order. He is the star second baseman for the Melonheads, and up next is Pete Wheeler and Ahmed Khan, and afterwards Keisha Phillips, if we get that far.
0: Worthington flies this one toward shallow center, and not caught by the shortstop with her back to the infield. Worthington will be safe at first, and we'll see if that was an error. Flips it to the pitcher. So runner aboard, nobody out, Wheeler up. Nope, still clean hits, that was a tough play anyway. Wheeler still a little bit steamed after getting robbed of a base hit by the center fielder Susan Gore. Takes strike one high. Bosworth, 23 pitches, no strikeouts, one walk, no runs, and a 3-zip lead. Wheeler tried to chop that one for a base hit, but could not do it. Fastball low and a good pitch. 0-2 the count now. Worthington on first in the pitch. Swung on, and this is dribbled away from the pitcher towards short. Shortstop fields. It flips to first, or to second, rather. And there's out number one. So here's Achmed Khan, who got the first hit for the melon Heads back in the first or second inning. I believe it was the first. Takes ball one outside. There goes Wheeler. There goes the throw in a second. He slides and he's safe. What a wonderful, wonderful jump he got and just beats out the throw.
1: I always envy people who can slide into base as well. I, I was never brave enough to give it a running shot. And I remember there was this one... Oh, I don't remember his name, but there was this one neighborhood kid on my Little League baseball team in Campbell Hill, the Campbell Hill Bulldogs, and he would... He had mastered the art. He'd just tuck one knee in and stick the other leg out and just slide in. He actually was uh, the reason we got a few runs for multiple games during that season. So I always revere people who can do that well, and we've seen our more than our fair share today, I think.
0: We have, as, Werther, as, uh, excuse me, as Wheeler is as a fine example, three balls, one strike to Con, and that one is in their full count now, run around second and one away. Melonheads trying to get on the board, and Wheeler's trying to be the catalyst for it. Single to first, or a fielder's choice to first, and then stole second. As this one is hit into center field, there's Susan Gore. She throws in toward home, as Wheeler will be safe at third, tagging up on the play. Two outs, runner on third, and still no score for the Melonaheads. But he's inching closer, Ben. He is. Keisha Phillips at the plate. <clears throat> 0 for 1. Trying to get that first run across for us. The pitch. Swung on and fouled. She's not much for hitting high and inside pitches. More toward the bottom half of the strike zone, I think.
1: She's got a bunch of leverage, too. And if you, if you watch her, too, she really puts her hips into the, the swing, which gives you a lot of power as well.
0: Indeed, she pops this one up to the right field side for out number three. One error indeed for that inning for the Monsters, but we are done through the first three innings. The Monsters still lead it 3 nothing. Steel 37 pitches, two strikeouts, no walks, and three runs through the first three. He hasn't pitched poorly. It's just the Monsters have hit them where they ain't.
1: That's all you Speaking need. Speaking
0: of which, yes, that is all you need off the high top of the chain link fence. Second person to hit that thing today. First of which being Mikey Thomas. And it is another base hit for the Monsters. It's Melissa Waters at the plate. Steel winds and fires. Swung on and this is fought off the hands. Wheeler over to try and get it. And he can't make the catch. It doinks off of him. He recovers, tries to throw to second, and the runner's safe. Four straight innings where the first two batters have reached for the Monsters. Oh. My. Lanta. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Gonna need some Mylanta after that. You got a good case of heartburn. (laughs) Exactly. So now the pitcher Bosworth clubs this one to left field. Way back, way back, and it is gone. Oh my. Things the top of the can of worms has been blown clean off oh man indeed and steel is now down six nothing wow and the crowd here is stunned silent <laughs> not a position they are used to seeing their team in as the Monsters have opened it up for a 6 nothing, six nothing lead here, as Harding, one for one with the base hit at the plate again, swings and pops this one toward the third base side. That's over in no man's land toward Wheeler, and he'll make the catch. But again, first two batters reaching base safely has been the issue for Steele all afternoon. It has. He just couldn't shake it and it didn't help that he didn't get any juice boxes the first three innings. And it's a good thing that they've already clinched a playoff spot as this one is fouled off by Kathy Wolf because otherwise, if this was a game that they had to win, this is not a good spot to be in. But the Monsters, on the other hand, have absolutely done exactly what they needed to do jump all over them and stay there. Wolf fouls it off and we'll do the 0 2 count once again. The pitch from Steele is just lowing outside for ball one. So Ben if you're the monsters and you're Tiffany Bosworth, you have to be feeling pretty darn peachy right now with the situation. Absolutely. Uh, and Tiffany
1: Bosworth just to recap she is uh, her team is three and two and she has an ERE of 4.06. Um, she's against Ernie Steele, the rock steady. Uh, hand of the pitcher's mound. He is uh, his team is five and zero. He has a one seven eight ERA. So being this far ahead, this kind of almost late in the game, it's past the halfway mark. Um, I would feel very very happy about my situation as Stephanie Morgan snags a towering fly ball for out number two. So long, first base runner, you are out. So Claudia Villarta, shortstop of the Monsters looks at a ball, ball one.
0: Indeed, as the Monsters are in fantastic straits, they have to win out if they want to make the postseason and get get some help. So thus far, it's been good for them, but not good for Stiegel as he's under this ball, and that's the end of the top half of four. Three more runs across the plate for the Monsters. They sport a six-zip lead. And Tiffany Bosworth back to work.
1: 33. Ernie Steele. sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say 33, now 34 pitches of Tiffany Bowsworth versus Steele's 41-plus at this point. Very, very efficient job.
0: Morgan lines this one right back to the pitcher, and Bowsworth makes the play for out number one. So here is Steele at the plate and swinging a miss. Average down to 4.11 right now. And needs to get something going here. It's the bottom of the fourth, and they have not looked any shade of sharp with the offense. Bosworth dominating on the mound, and the defense picking up slack for the Monsters. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled. Just got a piece of that one. The O2 pitch from Bosworth is just inside for ball one. To Steele's credit, though, Ben, he has tried to hang in there as best he possibly could. He's just getting outplayed right now. He is,
1: outmaneuvered, outplayed. If you ever seen uh, Bleach, the anime, or read the the uh, manga as well, um, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. When I when I say, um, sometimes action moves so fast. Everybody else seems to stand still. And if you are outclassing your opponent by that much, you kind of feel on fire. Kind of like I believe the monsters do right now.
0: Absolutely. Kawaguchi ground ball to the shortstop, fires it over to first, and first baseman could not handle the ball. So Kenny Kawaguchi's safe on that slight fielding faux pas. And here is Marky Dubois who walked in his lone at bat. And he will take ball one high. So
1: Kenny Kawaguchi. Is- oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, he is next in line to pitch if they need him to come in. They're not going to use Kawaguchi, they're going to have him rested and ready for game number 13. But Bois can come in in a pinch as far as being relief, as this one goes off the right fielder. And there goes Kenny Kawaguchi, he's trying to go for third, and he's going to go back to second base. So, two aboard and still two outs here for Ricky Johnson, who's 0 for 1. Interesting here, Ben, that the Melonheads have not had their heavy hitters do much of anything in this game.
1: No. I think it had to do with the fact that the monsters kind of outmaneuvered them at first. And they grew a little bit more confident the Melonheads did shortly thereafter. But uh, they just cannot hit it where they ain't. Because monsters are all over the place. It's great to see staunch defense like this which is incredible Um, and Michael I was kind of that kind of rolled into my next question you already answered for me I was gonna have it for you and that was who is gonna be the backup pitcher if Ernie Steele needs to sit on that bench for a while and uh, so uh, Marky Dubois will will step in from the catching position and then I had one note about Kenny Kawaguchi as Ricky Johnson takes a walk on the bases are loaded um, (laughs) so he got on first base real quick and uh, I noticed today he has this bumper sticker on his wheelchair that says, it, it, Dread the Tread in black type against a yellow <laughs> background. And it's like, you don't mess with that. So <laughs> he's uh, had partnered with uh, Vistaprint up in New York, and uh, they, they sent him a few of those. So if you are fans as well, you can uh, purchase one, and uh, all the proceeds extra will go to um, St. Jude's Medical Center for uh preventing uh cancer for children
0: an excellent cause to support indeed and yes he everyone dreads his treads as he uh flies around the base paths with his two wheels of well actually technically it's four because he's got two in the front but it's four wheels of fury as bosworth has pitched her way out of this game as Angelique Harding will now come in. 52 pitches, no strikeouts, two walks, and there's ball four, and the first run for the Melonheads comes wheeling home in the form of Kenny Kawaguchi. Bases are still loaded, and here is Pete Wheeler as the Melonheads are trying to get something going here. Pitch from Harding he is in there for strike one. So the Melonheads finally realizing patience when they could get it, and it relates to a base loaded and they scratch out one run. Let's see if they can get more. Ball one outside. Wither one for two with a base hit, stole a base, and then went to third on a tag up play, but did not score. Pitch is in there for strike two. Trying to force Harding's hand here. The one two. Swung on, and this is chopped lazily toward first. That's a heck of a little play there. The catcher tries to come all the way over to get it, and then he's gonna try to come all the way over to home, and... OUT! Oh ho ho ho. Marky Dubois, you were not fast enough. So close. That would have extended the inning and gotten it over to... Akhmed Khan, with the bases loaded. Oh... We're in the top of the fifth as Thomas skyballs this one to deep left field. On over to get it. And filter it on a hop. Kind of got it lost in the sun there, Ben, but uh, it's okay. Still only one runner aboard. Here's Julie Dunkel. Can they make it five innings in a row with the first two reaching? They will try. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one.
1: Steele's biting his nails, so to speak, right now. I can see him sweating, and it's not just from the heat. I can tell you that.
0: Well trying to get Dunkel to be sweating here a little bit. 0-2 oh, count. <coughs> Looking for the punch out pitch here. For strikeout number three. And he got it. Nice cutting down and in. Sweeping curve and strikeout number three. But still no juice boxes. Mickey O'Connor now at the plate. Double play in order. He has doubled in his lone hit. This dribbled up toward the pitcher, Steele falls on it, throws to second, and there's out number two. But O'Connor's safe again, <clears throat> so they break up the streak of four consecutive innings where the first two runners reach base safely. Here's Susan Gore, two for two. She knows a thing or two about getting on base. Strike one. So, Ben, for all intents and purposes, this is going to be Ernie Seals' last inning of work unless he gets a juice box to finish off this inning.
1: Yeah, he's, he's really going at it hard, and there's not much left in him, which is very surprising, a little concerning, but very surprising in this circumstance because he's never had to back down from the mound at all this season. As he throws ball one, one and two, the count against Susan Gore. There is two outs, and he is close to ending it. If he can get it in that strike zone, trickily enough. And this one belted towards deep right field. Keisha Phillips on her horse to go get it. Is it going to stay in the park? It is off the top of the fence. And she's gotten a little trouble getting to it. Rallies throws to second and is going to actually be late. So all three, or two runners rather, are safe. Run on fir- or third and run on second. And. Uh, Ernie Steele is done. He's, he's sick of forking him. Turn him over. He's, he's done. So he's going to um, switch out positions. He's going to play first base. Kenny Kawaguchi is taking catching position. Actually, no, he's going to move over to third, and then uh, Marky Dubois... Or, um, I'm sorry, Pete Wheeler in uh, in the home play position. So Marky Dubois on the mound today, filling in for where
0: Ernie Steele left off. Just high for ball one as Dubois is at the mountain. Now let's go check back over to the stats for Ernie Steele in the game. How many pitches did he end up throwing? I don't remember. It doesn't say. Hmm. Oh, yes, it does. 63 pitches. No, 62 pitches. Excuse me. Three strikeouts, no walks, six runs. And he is in line for the unfortunate L. As Dubois is trying to clean up what's left here. Get that final out. Swing and a miss by Waters. Dubois looking for his patented heater to bring him home. The 1-1. One, the one, one. Swung on a missed strike two. Got a Randy Johnson-style fastball that doesn't hardly miss. Yes. And down goes Waters, and Dubois gets a strikeout in his first pitching appearance. Melonheads need a whole bunch of runs. They're down by five, and here's Ahmed Khan. Harding still on the mound, giving relief to the starting pitcher. Ben, who was the starting pitcher? I forgot.
1: Uh, Starting pitcher for the Monsters was Tiffany Bosworth.
0: Thank you, Bosworth. 55 pitches and then some couple walks, one run given up. Charge to her because even though Harding gave up the walk, the run goes to Bosworth. So Khan, one for two, got a single but did not score. Hey, batter, batter, batter. Trying to fix that here. Oh, and he swung right through a way easy to hit ball. Just got too excited and uh, overzealous. So two balls, two strikes, try it again. Harding throws and he's ready. This time chops this one toward first base. They played him extremely deep which might have actually worked out in their favor at the throw to first, and he's out. Goodness gracious, they can't get a thing going. So here's Phillips, 0 for 2 and looking for her first hit of the day. Swung and unfouled. The hips didn't help you there, kid. 0 and 1.
1: Both teams are now on their relief pitchers, which says a lot of how hard they have played.
0: As Phillips towering fly ball to deep left field. Thomas back to get it at the track, at the wall, and gone. Muscled out of here by Keisha Phillips. Another home run for her. And the melon heads are now down four. How far did that one roll? To 368. That's not bad. Six to two. Where was that home run when the bases were loaded the other inning ago? <laughs> Could have used it then. So here is Morgan, 0 for 2 as well, trying to bust out of that one and go 1 for 3. Has made a couple of fine defensive plays there of short. But not so hot with the bat today. Take strike one. 6-2, Millenhead's trail. Territory they hardly ever have been in. The pitch from Harding is in there high for strike two. And the Monsters, if they can get out of this inning without any more damage, they could—they can taste the possibility of extending their potential run to the playoffs here. This one's grounded toward the pitcher, then over up toward first, and Morgan will be safe. And the ball gets away! The ball gets away, and she is motoring on. She will take second base. Out of play is the call, and Ernie Steele is at the plate. Runner in scoring position still one out. Harding not too happy about that, but nothing you can do. It's already done. Forget about it. Focus on the next batter.
1: Want to know the count?
0: Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Steel tags this one towards short and caught. Goodness gracious. They're hitting them right at people, Ben, and that's the problem. It's right at the fielders.
1: Well, you know why? Um, And this is the case with most of the teams I've seen, but especially with these monsters, um... They, like, the, the center fielder and the shortstop immediately can profile batters. They have your number to an extent when they see you, and when you've hit against them a few times, they'll adjust almost on the fly. If someone's swinging, they're already moving, even before the bat connects to the ball. And they, they're in the right place at the exact right time, as this has been very apparent all throughout this game. 6-2 to two monsters over the melon heads, Michael. As you said before, And uh, this is kind of a stressful situation for our our Mellonheads here.
0: Indeed, Kawaguchi could not beat out that throw. Another run comes home, but the heads are still down four. Bosworth now at the plate. She hit a home run her last time up. And Marky Dubois back on the mound again. He does not pitch. He has not pitched at all this season, but he's not in a very long relief kind of role. It's a good thing that he only has about two innings to have to work with here as Wheeler is under this one and makes the catch. So now Harding at the plate. One for two with a base hit. Ball inside. Ball one from Bois. But that must have felt good for him, Ben, at least from his standpoint. His first ever pitching appearance and he strikes out the one batter he faced.
1: Yeah, Absolutely
0: to give you a little shot of confidence Harding swings and misses on that one
1: uh, Marky is going to need a lot of that it is his very last chance to stem the tide the monsters have put forth in this 62 run and it's foul foul ball uh, so one and two the count against Angelique Harding it's a pitcher's duel here here comes the delivery and swung early sit down young lady maybe good luck next time it is a right out so Kathy Wolf is ushered in now, third baseman of the Monsters. Two for
0: three today, and here he comes. Chop toward third, there is Kawaguchi. Fields throws over to first. What a play, what a pick, and what an out. His maiden play over at the third base side, and he makes it count. So bottom of the sixth, last wraps for the Melonheads. They need four runs to tie it, and five to walk it off. Otherwise, it will be their first loss of the year, Ben. And I'm not surprised with the way that the monsters played today that it's this 6-2 deficit. They got outplayed and they know it.
1: They, they have. They really have. <laughs> Case in point. Uh, Ricky Johnson is now up and there is immediately one out. That was... Who was that?
0: Marky Dubois?
1: Yes. Yes, thank you. Marky Dubois.
0: Popped out to the pitcher, and there's quickly one out. So, Johnson, Worthington, and. Yes. Who's the Oh, Johnson, Worthington, and Wheeler do up. Yes. Johnson with a walk today. Run walked in. Or maybe his wasn't the one that got walked in. I'm not sure which walk it was, but one of the walks got their first run on the board and they got the second one off the towering home run by Keisha Phillips with nobody aboard ball hit foul back to one and two Harding has done pretty darn well in relief only given up one run technically two but only one charge to her even though she gave up that walk but it was a one pitch walk I mean there's not much you can do with that
1: yeah not not too bitch uh, two and two the count against Ricky Johnson he's got to put some butter on that bat if he wants to cream something and it's a slow dribbler towards Correct. the pitcher.
0: To the pitcher, and O'Connor fields it, throws to first, and there's two away. Worthington, the last gasp for the Melonheads. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I, I realized I shouldn't have used that phrase, that poor kid has asthma. <laughs> Crap. Dribbled up toward the pitcher. Oh she fields, throws to first, and that's it. That's all the monsters in a fine showing down the previously undefeated Melonheads 6-2, to two, shutting, shutting them down and clinging on to their slim playoff hopes. Melonheads and Ernie Steele will take the tough loss, but not too tough. We're still in the postseason. It's nothing to get too discouraged about. Steele just has to shake it off. He's got one more start he's supposed to make in the last game of the year, but Monsters Ben show up and show us up. 6-2 defeat, and the first loss for the Millonheads this season. What are your thoughts here as we go into the post game?
1: I was not expecting this at all, Mike. At all. I knew that the Monsters had a strong defense, but I didn't believe it until I saw it. And, oh, man, did we see a lot of that. Right out of the gate in the first inning. They showed their stuff and kept the Melonheads from scoring, snagged balls out of the air, seemingly predictably, um, as far as they were concerned, it looked like magic from this side of the the board, though, and it was it was it was a joy to watch. Even though our guys and gal lost today, it was a joy to watch. Um, even so, uh, melonheads are not uh, too shaken. They're a little they're a little surprised, but it just goes to show you the the sportsmanship as well. Um, they they you know, traditionally line up after every game and uh, do the the handshake or the hand uh, high five at the end of the thing, and I had, uh... <laughs> I saw at the end of the game all four pitchers get together and shake each other's hands again for such an amazing display of prowess on the mound. That was an incredible scene to watch. So, that being said, I eat my words now, good sir, when I said we may not see the monsters ever again this season. They still, now, as of today after this game, have a chance, and a little better chance at that, of reaching the playoffs. And
0: uh, how, how does that look exactly? Okay, so we will start off with the monster situation. They won, and the team ahead of them, the Blue Jays, also lost. So they pick up a game. The Texas Rangers pick up a game with their victory. I think the Rangers won. I'm not quite sure. But anyway... Point being, the Monsters are only one game out of the American League wild card spot. They need to win out the rest of their games. I'm going to see if I can find their schedule here and who they will play next. The Rangers actually beat the Hornets, so they did pick up a game on the Blue Jays, who unfortunately lost their game, but they are clinging to that one game lead and the Monsters play the Hornets and then the Bombers. So. If Toronto loses their games and Texas loses their games and the Monsters win all of their games, the last two, they will sneak in the very backmost door into the postseason. (laughs) And we could possibly, I guess because we're in the National League, the only way we'd see them again is if they got into the postseason and then ran the tables all the way to the World Series, and so did we. So it ain't over yet. They still have a shot, but they still have some uh, lots of work ahead of them. It could happen, though. We will see. But uh, I don't have really anything else to add, Ben, unless you do. And if not, then we will wrap this up and uh, get ready for game number 13.
1: I I got nothing additionally to say um, other than the traditional thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure to broadcast with you at the booth. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next game. So that will be all from me. I'll uh,
0: hand it over to you, my good sir, to close it out. Alright, so assuming we keep the top spot in the National League, if we do, then finishing at 13-1 hopefully, um, whoever is the NL Wild Card, we will face them in the first round of the postseason in the, excuse me, in the divisional round. But once again, to recap, the Milan had suffer their first loss of the year to a very stingy, monstrous team. 6-2 is the final, Ernie Steele taking the tough loss but he's got to bounce back. He's got one more game to pitch in the last game of the year. That's all I've got for my good brother and co-host Ben Schultz, from everybody else here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We always enjoy doing this for you guys. It's a blast to do and a blast to see and how many people just come and just enjoy the heck out of it like we do. So that's all I've got. We're going to turn it over and uh, get ready for game number 13. But uh, for now, have an awesome rest of your week, and we will see you in a number of weeks next time. Goodbye, everybody.